Hey, listeners, we're back with our end of season wrap up now. If you recall our end of seasons one and two wrap ups, this is a very special episode because finally, the man, the myth, the legend, producer Sean is going to weigh in and share his opinions on the season as a whole. Yeah, Sean has now seen all of season three. So that means he has to go back and listen to all of our prior episodes. Oh, so that's exactly how that works. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you started that yet, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Did you binge Joe's as well as binging the episodes? Well, I usually listen to the episodes like after they are released. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But you should, you should. I just can't get enough of your, the melodious they, sounds they of your voices. They live on in his memory. <laughs> you should listen to them now though, now that you'll understand what we're talking about when we uh, that's half say the things fun. like, you know, um, drunk Fringilla and, you know, um, um, you know, motherfucking Valdo Marx, you know, like <laughs> motherfucking Valdo Marx. <laughs> See, now he understands. Did you, did you cheer when he made his appearance? I absolutely did. <laughs> We're getting right into it. <laughs> fucking swag around that guy. Okay, yeah, well, man. before, before we get too, too into the woods here, uh-huh. we have a very important question of the episode, Sean. Mm-hmm. What, what are we, are we drinking? drinking? All right. Overall, I found the season to be a bit of a mixed bag. I'm team Red Scare all the way. I continue to be underwhelmed by the whole like uh, Dooney Emir reveal. Uh, some of the narrative swings didn't like quite land for me. Uh, but there is one thing that this season has convinced me of, and that The Witcher is Siri. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been brought up as a subject of debate before here, and uh, from what you guys have told me uh, in fandom at large, uh, I can't speak for the books, but having watched three seasons of the Netflix show, I firmly believe that the titular Witcher in this particular medium is our dear Princess Cirilla. And not to take anything away from our burly, golden-eyed monster slayer, I've enjoyed watching him reckon with himself as a necessary force of violence on the continent, a surrogate father and partner to Siri and Yen, and whatever the hell we want to call him in the Eskir. <laughs> but with yet another season of damn near everyone's motivation being to get Siri, and as she continues to grow and develop her magic and fighting skills, the debate over who the Witcher is has been settled in my mind. And just as Siri snuck her way into the title role, a Canadian whiskey has snuck its way into our glasses. Now, you've heard me talk nothing but shit about Canadian (laughs) (laughs) And I stand by that for your Crown Royals and your Pendletons. But I have come to learn that our friends to the north do know their way around rye. Enough so that my pick for tonight, Alberta Premium Cask Strength Rye, claimed the coveted title of Whiskey of the Year in Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible in Mm. 2021. Mm. This bottling is the fourth one. Uh, It comes from Alberta Distillers in Calgary. It is composed of 100% unmalted Canadian prairie rye. Uh, it's aged in three different barrel sources, ex-bourbon barrels, once-used bourbon barrels, and new white oak charred barrels, and comes in at a whopping 63.7% ABV. So watch out. <laughs> Much like a highborn who finds herself tied up in a tavern, it's easy to underestimate. Ooh, well done, Sean. <laughs> so join me in being as surprised as you are that I've been able to put aside my smugness to enjoy a Canadian whiskey while remaining just smug enough to tell you all that I know who the Witcher is. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And welcome to the resistance, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I could tell that's full strength. <laughs> um and I'm inter- I'm curious to see what my my <laughs> companion partner over there thinks about this um whiskey because I know you're not always a rye person. And I did notice that Sean gave me a very generous pour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not very always, strong. <laughs> you're not always a rye person, and then this is a uh, uh, you know barrel proof rye on top of it that. It is barrel proof. <laughs> no, so. I, it's actually you know what I don't mind it. Just I've only had like two sips of it. Yeah. But aside from the the strength, which woo boy you can taste. Yeah. It's not. 
overwhelmingly rye mm -hmm. in the way that some of the ryes we've had this season have been. Yeah. Which is weird because it is a hundred percent rye. Interesting. And yeah, this is this is like a case of like two wrongs making a right for me because it's Canadian and it's hundred percent rye, which is not <laughs> normally my deal. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I don't they're just it's just a killer distillery. They just make a damn good rye. Nice. Hmm. And you had had it before? I this is a this is their fourth bottling. I had the first one when it first came out. Hmm. So this is a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit lower proof. I think the first one was this like- This is lower proof? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think the first one was like 66 point something. My uh, God. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, actually, I think it was 66.0. Yeah, definitely. They've all been between 63 and 66, I want to say. It definitely has. My new category of whiskeys, mouth punch. <laughs> There's a fair amount of mouth punch to this one. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. I agree with that. Um, I'm also, you know, concerned that this is going to, this discussion is going to go quickly off mm. the rails mm. with Sean bringing this bad boy to the, the episode. So, um, And, you know, I like to think that we're uh, connoisseurs at this point. And uh -huh. we can, not that I have much of a poker face, but I can usually handle my shit, guys. But every sip of this, it's like, oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there are occasional times, I know Valerie, I'm sure, is yeah. very glad of, of this, but there are occasional times where I'm a little sad that podcasting is not a visual medium <laughs> because I get to see her making these expressions <laughs> as she takes each sip. Uh, <laughs> face punch. Yeah. Valerie, for those of you who don't know her in real life, is a very expressive person. <laughs> <laughs> she has a great expressive face. Uh, <laughs> it's no often hard for her face. to. Yeah. No poker face. Yeah, at least not when it comes to, to tasting whiskey <laughs> and I think tasting anything in general. Yeah. But um, but all right. So um, I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about this as we go. But um, Sean, <laughs> um, I'm not going to make you summarize all of season three on the spot. <laughs> I, got, I got it. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, say a dies and some other stuff happens. <laughs> 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 to say to say a dies, Vespula smokes a pipe yeah. and motherfucking Valdo marks. And yeah. Take me, pitch me now, marks. take me here, whatever the line is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then take me here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you ask your fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, finally. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um well, Sean, it's interesting to hear you say you found this season to be a mixed bag. Um, Valerie and I are both big fans of it. Um and um but I think it's what what interests me is it is by far of all the seasons the one that adheres closest to the novels. So um, so you know it's it's curious and interesting um, that like that that you have that have that reaction to it because there are a few things here and there and maybe you disagree. We'll find out. Um, there are a few things here and there that are um, inventions of the show this season. But I'd say. 85%, 90% of it is is straight from the books. Would you agree, Valerie? Yeah, and I actually had a question for Sean. Mm -hmm. I was curious, as someone who has only seen the show and has not read the books or played the games or any of that, is there anything that like stood out to you as being wonky or weird or didn't make sense or you didn't think quite worked? I was definitely having to like go back and like check my notes on things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't take notes, but uh, <laughs> having to like rewind and like look stuff up and uh, just to keep like all the all the plot mechanics and like character relationships and stuff like that straight in my head. It was, 
it was interesting because this is the season that's like the most about its politics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one of the first things that when I'm telling people, when people ask me like, hey, do you like the show? Is it good? Should I watch it? Like the first thing I always say is like, do not go in expecting Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like that's not what it's trying to do. It's not what it's doing. But like this was kind of like a step toward that. And I don't think it did a bad job of that mm-hmm. at all. Um, like all the mage conclave stuff, like some funky editing aside. Yeah. Um, I thought was like really good uh, getting to see like, you know, Deekstra play a bigger role this season too made me really happy because Graham Tavish is just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was mostly just kind of eh, partly it's because like when I watch these, I just do it as a binge. I don't watch yeah. every episode like multiple times and take notes like you guys do and haven't read the books. So it, uh, yeah, it was just kind of trying to stay on top of like, you know, the many characters, the many motivations mm-hmm. and all that. Um mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't think I, I think it was a good season. Um, yeah. There's just like there's some stuff I think worked better than others. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's undoubtedly fair. Um, and I do think, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Like, you know, the the eight episodes is not a lot of space to fit, um, you know, this much this much action and 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 narrative into um the books are very dense yeah. they're really they're really thick like like valerie likes to always <laughs> complain about the chapters are chapters ridiculously are long. like 50 pages guys yeah, each yeah. chapters have roughly 50 yeah. pages like it's like you look at the book yeah. and it's like oh there's like eight chapters 10 yeah. chapters in the book and it's like but yeah but those chapters are like are yeah. 50 pages long it's like and five it's like different a point of view characters yeah. yeah yeah and so many characters and then the season reflects this um, so many characters are introduced that are like like they're there for a chapter and then they die or they disappear or um, you know they're they're just you know they're never really returned to again. And while the the show does not bring all of those to the screen, it brings some of them. Like you know we've talked about Applegat, um, who's the the messenger. You know like like. You know, like, did you, when you get to characters like that, watching the show, not having read the book, like when Valerie and I saw Applegat, I think both of us kind of got like a little excited and we're like, like, oh, hey, it's Applegat. Yeah. Yeah, I found a way to put him in. Um, But like when you saw it, were you like, why, why does it need this character? Was that kind of, did that tend to be your reaction? In that case, actually, yeah, because uh, I think you guys have talked about like one of the ways the show goes off the path is that like it tends to keep characters around longer mm-hmm. and like give them more relationships than they have with other like people mm-hmm. in, in the books. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, when they do bring in somebody who, you know, is kind of, you know, there and, you know, 23 could do it's, uh, <laughs> it's a little it was a little surprising. Yeah. 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 I mean there are quite a few examples, including some that we really liked like Vespula, Mm -hmm. you know, like did the series need to bring her in? Like, I don't know, but it certainly pleased. Yeah. We were super psyched. Yeah. Like Valerie and I, and she was one of my favorite little, you know, small characters this season. Um, Now part of that is because I think we love Yaskir and she's part of his story. Um, And, and they were so great playing off of each other, but there's just so much of that in the books. And you started to get that in the show this season. And I don't know you, that you got that much of that in, in the first two seasons. Season one's a little weird because it's a bunch of short stories that they were adapting. Like, you know, you have characters like in season two characters like Novellan, uh, but once they got into the big story in season two, you know, they introduced a character and that character at least stuck around through the season for the most part. And here it's like, nope, you know, um, 
even characters like we talked about in our last episode, Kraken Crate, and that one little random, yeah. probably seemed random scene in in Skellige with him um, that I think was a nod to the books for fans. But like I even I watching it was wondering. Yeah, like, you talked about this. Yeah, yeah you mentioned you, it. You know, like when you when you saw that scene in episode eight where she's um, having this 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 brief sort of conversation with this you know, Kraken Crate, who's like this, um, Jarl, Jarl in Skellige. Did you even know who that guy was? Like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you, do you even remember the scene I'm talking about? You know, a brief episode eight scene with Yen and this one random Viking looking dude. <laughs> yeah. Like in a bar, yeah. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was, it was that, you I don't know, remember what they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and was, was your Siri. reaction, <laughs> like, yeah. was your reaction yeah. like, who is this guy yeah. at this point? You know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. See, and I'm, I'm not at all surprised um, yeah. that that was kind of your response. So having now seen it, how accurate were our Robbie Hamel impersonations? <laughs> <laughs> um, Valerie. Magnificently. Thank you. Uh, Valerie's Robbie, Robbie Hamel impersonation. Robbie Hamel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can really do it with this whiskey. It's like helping a lot. <laughs> yeah, that like most that things from our recordings, uh, like I'd completely forgotten about mm. until he came around and I heard him start talking and I just like cracked up immediately. <laughs> yeah. But see, that, but that's interesting because then like I know you've said before you don't really remember much of what we talk about but you had to remember you know that he died because suddenly we're not doing the Robbie yeah. Mellon person yeah I didn't yeah. remember that yeah so does that like impact you seeing like how much of that creeps into the like the the binge and I guess what I'm wondering is were any of the twists particularly spoiled I mean obviously you had to know about the coup we spent and, the like, whole episode yeah. Yeah. yeah to say uh yeah that uh uh, Geralt getting absolutely ruined by yeah. uh, by Forts, I remember, and that you know he kind yeah. of is just chilling in Brockalon for the past couple yeah. last couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, um, I, to say obviously I remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Like, there was like weird things too that like I thought that I remembered like Radovid dying, but mm. I didn't. No, his brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also at some point combined. Uh, Kahir and uh, and Rianz into the oh, same character okay. in my head. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, you know, the Black Knight, uh-huh. the pilot, yeah. who does fire stuff and got his face fucked up. Like, no, no, those are two different people. Now, now, Valerie and I, especially me, <laughs> have been very opinionated or very clear in our thoughts on this new Rianz. What did you think of him? Uh, it was fine. He was, you thought he was fine? Yeah. I. Would you have noticed he was a different actor if we had Yeah, for sure. About? Okay, um, yeah. But uh, I mean, once I realized that he and Kahir were two different people. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, I mean, also like new looks for this season, long haired Istrid. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? I told yeah. you, I still don't understand why so many people were sleeping uh, on him. Not, and I think still me. does. Season one, baby. Still, well, so many, like all the people we follow, they never share photos mm. of Istrid. It's always every other character. Yeah. And I'm like, are you guys, are you guys like just, you know, like, are you face blind? Or <laughs> like one of those things where it's just like he, you, you, you see everyone but that one person. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a longer. fucking slice with those locks. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Blow up, man. yeah. I mean, he was already great, but like but, that yeah. really but just gave him a sexy that, pirate vibe that I was all for. But the fact that like he was someone that prior to now I was just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah you were saying he's he's an attractive guy. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Yeah, if you think so, but like I don't see it, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah what? And then suddenly I'm like, oh wow, okay, <laughs> yeah. sexy pirate works for everybody. <laughs> it, yeah, but what you, know? you know, it totally turned me around on him. So you know, it's like everybody, you know, everybody has different things that they're into, but for some reason, pirates where we all meet in the middle. <laughs> everybody loves a sexy pirate. <laughs> yeah, he was. A, I mean, he was definitely a good-looking man before, but yeah. he wasn't like teaching me things about myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, it is a spectrum after all. Uh, it's a sliding scale. Yeah. Now, uh, you hear us talk about things, and there are certain things that we obsess over. And I'm wondering, did Valdo Marx, as much as we talked about motherfucking Valdo Marx and how much we love Valdo Marx, did you, you must have gone into it with certain expectations. Did it meet those expectations, Sean? Yeah, he delivered. Yeah. yeah, just like, just all the staging of him and his whole crew. Mm-hmm. Um, just like swaggering across the ship and, yeah. like, and through the uh, through the party. Um, all of that, yeah. Like, <laughs> there, there was no way you could possibly have ruined it. They just like executed that so beautifully. The high kicks and the blocking ass here in the oh, frame. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Like they they they're not actually in it very much. I mean, they're yeah. kind of like you know uh, Valdo and Vespula. These V yeah. names, you know, like they Woo-hoo, just V names, yeah. the best names. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really aren't. <laughs> Neither of those are good names, but um, but like yeah, they they make talk about making a lot out of a little. Yeah. you know. Now I think, in, in fairness, I think because I, I as much as I would love to see Valdo Marks more and I would love no. for him to show up down the line but you know he needs to work he needs to be just used very Sprinkled sparingly yeah. yeah you know we need to like forget that he exists and like the second we do like have him like <laughs> just like swagger right back yeah. into the frame again a little again. mustache too yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah if they decide like oh people like them we gotta make him a recurring character no that's yeah. the, that's a total wrong takeaway from from Valdo as much as I think that's yeah. what I want. I know that's yeah. not what I want. You know. Yeah, like he definitely needs to be in small doses because he's like the him and his like his whole crew and like all of that. Yeah. Like they're like the most cartoonish element I think of anything yeah. in the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it like and it works again in the small doses, but uh, like that's mainly why like yeah we we can't have him every episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do think they should um, they should release that song though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that, that song, song is not on the fucking soundtrack. <laughs> I like, know. Come on. <laughs> we All need the it. other ones are. They should yeah. do a whole album of Aldo Marx. Yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. See that that I think they could get away with yeah. if they wanted to. <laughs> Just drop it like Beyonce. Don't let anybody know. Yeah. <laughs> One day it shows up on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, so I think like what. I was thinking might make sense um, just so we make sure Sean, we, we, we don't overlook anything with Sean. It's not necessarily to re- recap every single episode, but kind of like, you know, think about it chronologically mm-hmm. and just, I was going to ask him some things about episode one versus episode two, like just broad strokes, like for episode one, like the thing I was wondering about um, think, looking back to that is we finally get to see um um, the family together. We get to see Geralt and Yennefer and um, and Siri. And I'm wondering what you thought of of finally seeing them all interact together. What you thought of those moments? Uh, I loved the premiere. Yeah, uh, I thought that was one of the highlights of the season. Um, Yen writing the letters, all the yeah. dear friend stuff. I thought that was just like really just beautifully executed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've referred before, like, you know, I worked in TV for a while. I spent a lot of time sitting in writers' rooms watching people who were smarter than me uh, to try to figure out, like, okay, it's the first episode of the season. What are we, you know, what are we doing here? And like, it's tough. Yeah. And it was just so 
like beautiful and like poetic the way that they executed the you know yen having to earn back everybody's mm-hmm. trust and all that after you know she seemed to be about to sell out uh, Siri to the deathless mother last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really really well done. I really yeah. liked that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 fun to finally get some little sweet moments between them. You know, like we've talked about it a lot. Like I've complained about it a few times. You know the, that especially in season two and it happens yeah. a few times here in season three and Siri even calls him on it. Like Geralt isn't, there's one thing about making sure your, your child is prepared for life and, and has these skills and Hey, sometimes you have to be, you know, be the bad guy, but like, you know, times when he should compliment her, he, he doesn't always. And, and, um, and I, I feel like this episode goes a good way, a good ways towards, repairing that and rectifying that you see them playing with each other and and having fun you see them you know the the scene where they're all eating dinner at the table and kind of joking with each other and um and i think like that's something the show badly needed mm-hmm. and um and i'm glad that the the creative team behind it the writers the producers realized that and and brought a lot into this pilot and to me or um, season premiere rather and to me that's um that's that's the real strong point of it, even more so than the crazy, you know, single shot, you know, one or like battle later on yeah. <laughs> or the or the Shelmar that they decided to call uh, was it Jacka Jacka Pace, Jacka Pace or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For copyright reasons. Yeah. I mean, we don't know that. We're just guessing. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the, the pacing of the episode too, like bringing them all together by the end. So then yeah. we get to have that dinner scene. And it was it was so, so well done. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, I I love it, and um, and then yeah, we this is the first now when you first met um, um, Radovid because this is the episode where you first are introduced to him as well. Um, we also get um, you know, um, Yaskier's first interaction with him. What did you think of Radovid at this point? <laughs> He's, I mean, he intentionally presents as a bit much, <laughs> uh, which I mean, is just kind of like the look of Redania anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, his, his brother is even more so. Um, the second he walked, he and Yaskir like exchanged glances. It uh-huh. was in the words of Dr. Dre, somebody here going fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you had, you, um. As someone who's also a big music fan, you know, like you had to get the the sort of rock star swagger they were going for with oh, him, yeah, with the hair, and, yeah. you know, like like he totally is just glammed out, you know, and and in a way that I think really works. Yeah. Like we talk about like um, some of the bad wigs on this this show, but like I think his wig is. Yeah. is phenomenal um, and his costume too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks great. The, 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 B and D list characters have great costumes. <laughs> I don't know why Vespula's little thing she's got on is awesome, but Yennefer looks like she went to H and M. I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> um. So um. So yeah, and then also you know since we're talking Radovid, um, this is the first time we really get to see um, Dijkstra and Philippa interact, and um, and of course that gets carried out throughout the whole season. What do you think of Philippa and Dijkstra? Are you as big of a fans of them as as Valerie and I are? Oh, I absolutely am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was trying to remember back to like how much of Philippa did we see? Nothing. Bef- 
You oh, saw her as an seconds. you saw her as an owl. Yeah, <laughs> at the very end two. of the last episode of two, you okay. see she like he he Deepster's talking to somebody, and if you don't know, you don't know who he's talking to. You think he's just talking to himself, and then finally at the last right. last episode, she transforms and she has like one line, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, so you barely see her. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah. all that, but just because you know they keep referring to like the existing relationship yeah. uh, with like her and the other mages before, I was like, was she in season one? And no. I just don't no. remember it. Okay, no, this is the first time on the show you've really gotten a sense of who Philippa is as a character and certainly her dynamic with Dijkstra. And as, as um, we've talked about in our prior episodes, it's, it is a fair bit different than the book. Like, like not like the actions that happen in this season involving the two characters with the exception of Radovid. Radovid is the biggest element that's introduced. um, Probably the biggest element that's introduced um, exclusively to the show. That's, that's not from the books. Um, but, you know, you put him aside, their involvement in the the coup that happens later and their kind of scheming um, behind the behind the scenes, that's very much drawn from the books. And so, yeah, you know, I, I went into this with an expectation involving these two characters that it was just going to be this sort of convenient partnership where Philippa kind of just to- is tolerating Dijkstra. Um, and it doesn't come off that way at all to me. It comes yeah. off as as actually a true friendship partnership where they both have have risk risk things to kind of um, work together, like, you know, put things on the line for each other. And I think that was surprising to me and really rewarding to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, does she uh, give him clarity, so to speak, in the books? <laughs> she does not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Now, what did you think of that edition? Yeah. You know, like it's 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 a bit controversial, but Valerie and I were fans of it. Uh, no, I like that, too. Um, yeah. Because, again, I, I love Dijkstra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not just because it's Grant McTavish. Yeah. Like, he's a really like, fun and interesting character. And yeah, that, uh, <laughs> when that came up, I was like, that tracks. This is, <laughs> yeah, this right? Is, yeah. This is, this is the guy who is like, gets drunk and rips off his shirt and like rats <laughs> at an owl. Um, <laughs> yeah. Th- th- this is what he does to like, you know, keep, keep his shit straight in his head and, yeah. you know, what he needs to do to be the spy master that yeah. he is. <laughs> and I love that. That that she's you know willing to play that yeah. that role in his life like that they're um you know that their 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 relationship goes there that yeah. they're that level of of intimate with each other you know without it crossing into sexuality you know I think um I think that's really really cool yeah, and same. um yeah agreed know, yeah and and so I you know. Uh, like I said at, in our last episode, I'm so looking forward to more um, Dijkstra and Philippa, hopefully in 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 season four, and that they they don't, you know, they you know they they do their own thing rather than tracking closer to the books here because the books tear them apart, and I don't really want that to happen. So, although Dijkstra, dude, like, don't take a swing at Geralt, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What do you say? Like, can't blame an old man for trying. It's like, yes, I can. Come on, what the fuck? <laughs> Valerie, you're chose- like you're here to be the smartest man in the room. Yeah, yeah. Valerie chose him as her kid yeah. moron for that reason. What are you so. doing, dude? Yeah. <laughs> like if you're gonna t- talk shit, get hit. You know, yeah. like, you got to be able to run fast if you're gonna talk shit to a witcher and then not expect shenanigans to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't that wasn't his finest moment. Uh, but I think you know part of the Dijkstra's thing is he overestimates himself. Like you yeah. know, like like talk about pride. I mean, he has a lot of it and overestimates ego. himself and underestimates everybody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and I think character wise, that's something we see in all the portrayals of him, you know, certainly in the books that that continues and then the game very much, yeah. you know, 
Although I guess if you side with him, maybe, maybe, maybe then it, it mm-hmm. plays a little different, but you know, um, but yeah, yeah. So, okay. So other elements early on, you know, that uh, these, these sort of things that are introduced, what do you think? Well, actually, before we get to her, um, you were critical of, um, of, 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 Nilfgaard, Emperor of Nilfgaard, Amir and Dooney and that whole reveal. Like, what is about that? You know, since you've already kind of tipped your hat um, hand, what about that doesn't work for you? I mean, just that it was played as a big reveal, but like, it just doesn't change anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Nilfgaard is still coming after Siri. Everyone's still coming after Siri. Like, the fact that we know that it's her dad now, like, that doesn't, it just doesn't change anything narratively. Mm-hmm. It might in season four, though. Um, like we talked a little bit about this when, our, when we did our episode eight um, discussion, because um, now that there's the fake Siri at um, Nilfgaard, I, I'm pretty, I, I believe pretty firmly. You know, granted, it's 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 inferred rather than outright made clear, and so there you can debate it. But I, I believe he knows very well that that's not Siri, and I think we'll see that dynamic play out in season four. Now what they do with it, it'll be up to the writers. Hopefully they do something interesting with it. But um but you know, like I think that's that's going to be made very clear that right early on that he knows that that's not Siri. Um, I was trying to tell and I kind of went back and forth. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, I think I agree with you that okay. um it, it seems like uh you know that's just his temporary plan to like let this play out um, until he can like actually get his daughter back. Yeah, that's by the way, listeners. I you know if you have thoughts on that particular yeah. aspect, you we haven't heard much from you on that. You guys a lot of times will um, let us know your thoughts about something or. I'm really curious if any of you have thoughts on that. Yeah, if, does he or does he not? Know? Yeah, and, yeah. Because yeah, I am definitely drawing from little cues on screen, but I think the cues are there. Yeah, it's just, I, I do agree. Like you had mentioned in that episode, you were talking about how you think she would know what he looks like. And mm-hmm. I think that is well based off of, you know, we've gotten flashbacks where she recognized him. Mm-hmm. So the fake Siri, if she were actually Siri, should be able to recognize that as her father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 And I think he would realize that. Yeah. And I think, you know, him not. Her not saying, yeah, you know, how oh my god, you're re- alive, what the yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah, like is, is, yeah, reveal. Like, so even if he didn't recognize, even if he wouldn't know that he would recognize his daughter at that stage in his life, I think he would know that, yeah. Um, and, um, and so, but you know, I may be wrong, they may, they may prove me wrong, and they may do this thing where it's not clear, or he's, yeah. he, he's acting like he maybe know. they may do that, they yeah. may pull a bait and switch, and he's acting like he knows it, or that like she's his, his daughter, yeah. and then. Halfway through the season, or maybe at the end of the season, it reveals like, "Aha! I know you're not my daughter." <laughs> like it's something like that, because he, you know, um, it's not that big of it. This is not a huge plot thread in the books, but it, you know, he does know. He makes it very clear early on in the books that he knows this is a fake, and we don't know that yeah. he's her dad at that point. So it just it feels like why change? Why drift so much from the source material to change that when narratively like that's just kind of what happens already, you know, that he, he, he makes it clear, um, you know, which I think makes things even more interesting for Taryn. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, so sorry, you said in the books, um, 
we don't know that uh, that Amir is. No, you don't. But uh, I'm fine with that change because there's no way you yeah. could do that. You like, is he going to be in armor yeah. the entire time? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, like, yeah. It's, it's like the Reek thing in, yeah. uh, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah it was a set. It was kind of essential. It worked in the books because um, you don't find that out till the He's very just the end. Emperor like Val- like, like Valerie emperor. has not gotten to where yeah. that reveal is yet in the book, and she's read almost all the books. I got one to go. Yeah, it's in that last book near the very end of that book. So it, they save it to the end. Um, but here it's, um, yeah, they couldn't have done that. So I saw people complaining about that online. I'm like, yeah. guys, come on. Yeah. Use your like, brains. Yeah. It's a little, <laughs> like, you, like maybe it'd be cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'd be no cool way. if they could have made that. We work, all know what they, he looks like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but Sean, I also got to ask like episode two, you know, um, what the, what'd you think of that monster? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Body part monster? What a, yeah. What a <laughs> glorious mess that thing was. It, it was kind of Cronenberg-like, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> that was that was like straight up the thing. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the only way that shit happens. <laughs> yeah. They had to thaw that thing out of the ice in Antarctica to, uh, to, to get it onto, onto the Witcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember Tim telling me, not about it, just that you had hinted that like, oh, I had weird dreams after that episode and I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, huh, I wonder what he meant by that. That, and then I got to that part, and I'm like, "That's what he meant by that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every now and then, there's something where yeah. like that comes. Well, it's very rare because yeah. usually you're ahead of me on yeah. Witcher, but you know, maybe something else, like some totally other non-Witcher yeah. thing that I've seen that yeah. you haven't seen yet. Where I'm like, I "Wonder how Valerie's going to yeah. react to that." You know? I mean, it was fucking awesome in the worst <laughs> possible way. Like yeah. it was just a horrifying monster. But like, yeah. kudos. Yeah. <laughs> if we uh, if we redo our like top five monster list, yeah, yeah. somewhere down. Line. That's gonna. He, he's uh, ble- he's wormed his way into my heart. Uh, <laughs> girl Katamari Damashi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know that that monster has a name. I mean, I just call it the leg monster, Oof. but I don't know that it it does. Well, they they haven't released a. a I think a, they called it the flesh monster. There was like a behind monster? the scenes okay. where they were talking about the fight. And they showed like the green screen, so there are all these like stunt women with like you know the green stockings yeah, and everything all yeah, over I saw them. That. And, yeah, that was kind of interesting. I think they called it like the flesh monster or something like that. It's funny because like every now and then you know like there are monsters that they introduce on the show that I don't find out what they actually yeah. are called until they release that bestiary yeah. video. If they're even going to do that for a season, they may they may not do that anymore. But those were useful videos, like, yeah. especially when we did our, our monster episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's a fucking cool monster. Yeah, yeah. No, that that whole that whole sequence was just really just weird and eerie and, you know, um, um, yeah, completely, you know, not really. That was also sort of a product of the show, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's kind of inferred that stuff's happening. Like it's, it's not, you know, there's no battle between monster or between a leg monster or flesh monster. <laughs> and Geralt in the books. That was that came out of left field for me, and I'm like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> what the fucking fuck? Yeah, and I was yeah. watching it at like, yeah, like 1:30 in the morning. Or something <laughs> the best like. time to yeah. see flesh monsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. I don't know. I still like body part Katamari Damashi the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. Um, Sean, what did you think of Drunk Fringilla? <laughs> Doesn't she seem like she'd make a good guest on the podcast? Uh, she absolutely would. <laughs> um, and yeah. we would know if we were getting poisoned by uh, the bottles we open or not, <laughs> thanks to her. I think she'd, she'd, I think she'd be 
chill with us. Like, I think we'd, we'd be <laughs> in her good graces, you know? Um, I mean, certainly we wouldn't be trying to, you know, imprison or yeah. kill her. So, And we'd make sure she got refills instead of gossiping about horses or yeah. whatever it was. The, yeah. the boats. Yeah. Ships. Boats, yeah. <laughs> ships. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually one of my favorite yeah. scenes of this whole season is that yeah. little where she's like making that glass fill with like random yeah. shit, like flowers yeah. and stuff. <laughs> good thing I'm not a mage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Mark keeps just like, what? Enough here. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, well, I have an important question for you, Sean. That's not necessarily episode specific. Mm. Let's talk costumes. What did you think? Didn't have like a huge impression on yeah. me, except for like some of the standouts. Um, obviously, Valdo Marks and his mm-hmm. band, uh, Radovid, as we discussed yeah. already, uh, because. Redania's thing is being a whole lot. <laughs> Redania, they're a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, Geralt's, uh, that crazy shirt he wears to the ball was something. Yeah. <laughs> Good something, bad something, undecided uh, something. I Yeah, undecided something. <laughs> I was like, again, like I'm the person who has like absolutely yeah. no fashion sense whatsoever. So I'm like, is this, I don't know, does this work? So something that I forgot to mention when we were talking about it in our original episode, but someone online uh, likened it to a duvet cover. And oh yeah, I that sounds of, about right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like in what to a his tunic at the the masquerade, the mage conclave. <laughs> the, someone called it a, like a bedspread, essentially a duvet <laughs> cover. And I'm like, yeah, I could sort of see that the pattern and the quilting and everything on it. <laughs> we, I'm gonna have to look look the costume up again because now black I, doublet with like the silver patterns on it. Oh, <laughs> um, there's somebody else who was wearing something very similar at that too, mm-hmm. and I was was it. Was a Stregobor or I think no. I forget, I forget who it was, but there's somebody else yeah. where I was, you know, like watching the two of them next to each other. I was like, like okay, mm. so it was, uh, you know, half price day at <laughs> yeah. that uh, f- uh, so much fabric, fabric warehouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do think there's a lot of it that's just that. Is it's yeah. just like, um, you know, we don't know how much of this is a result of them having to, you know, make certain budgets or mm-hmm. get under under a budget. And more and more, I'm thinking that's that's definitely been a factor with stuff like costumes this season um but um but yeah i don't know debate debate cover seems a little harsh <laughs> like i'm looking at it now and i'm like i mean yeah no. <laughs> i'm just i'm just curious not to stereotype sean but as a straight male i'm just curious like with all the bitching i've done about costumes this season was it a non-issue for you where you're just like yeah there's some clothes whatever yeah i mean a lot yeah. of it was um yeah, Jens was was not looking great. Yeah, um, that's the primary complaint that most people have. Like, yeah. I would say the background characters are fine, but like Jens is. Nah. Also, I love that. Like, you know, from season one to season two, it's like, okay, let's make Nilfgaard's armor look, you know, less like a nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just like they're just completely different now. It's got yeah. like all the gold, uh, yeah. like shoulder stuff and like pauldrons and, and things, all that. Yeah. yeah, is that what those are called? I think so, but don't quote me. I'm not willing to bet my life on it. Yeah. <laughs> Pauldrons, I believe, are shoulders. There's like spalders as well. Anyway. <laughs> um, stalactites, yeah. stalagmites. I know, right? Uh, stalactites hang tight from the ceiling, so they go down. Oh. There you go. <laughs> That's what that is? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I always remember it from uh, like, it's a T. Oh, that works so, too, yeah. yeah. The, it looks like it's hanging in Mnemonic like, devices, kids. Like mites, they're like pointing up from the, <laughs> the M is pointing up from the ground. Oh, that's a good one too. Ah. 
All right, Sean. Yeah. Episode five. <laughs> Episode Didn't five. Did we skip a bunch? Can we run to five now? Because we did like one and two. I'm not going. I'm not. I've not, not going. Ne- I'm not shouted out every episode number. But I've been asking questions. I asked about the monster. Yeah. I asked about drunk, <laughs> drunk, um, Fringilla. But you totally about... skipped like all of four. <laughs> oh well. All right. Fine. <laughs> well, what do you think of uh, of Yasker fucking? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> To me, to me, that's like the clothes. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We know we, we, know we, we fucks. fucks. But now we see, well, we don't see, but you know what I mean. We actually see him being attractive to people this season, which we never really got before. Yeah, uh, yeah we just see the angry aftermath of mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. its various trysts. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, you're fucked. I've been job, telling yes, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing. This does not really... This either means like everything to you apparently or means nothing to you. And <laughs> it is very clear what camp Sean and I are in. <laughs> you know, we just no, kinda... no, no. I'm I am I mean I'm I'm thrilled that we're finally getting some fucking ass gear. Yeah. yeah. Um I feel like they kind of I wish they hadn't kind of jumped the gun on, you know, like I said, the second that they exchange glances, the yeah. first time they meet each other, it's like, oh okay, I can see exactly where this is going. Yeah. Like yeah. I wish that had been handled with a little more subtlety so that we could like really get a few episodes of like a will they won't they yeah um and then it would have like landed better but you know that's not yasker's fault (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) what do you think sean would you would you fuck in the dirty garage or wherever they were (laughs) while you're supposed to be babysitting your (laughs) your your hunted um you know yeah whatever yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean he couldn't take him in there (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah i don't know it's just to me that doesn't feel like the sexiest environment Uh, (laughs) any environment can be the sexiest environment if you just try hard enough all right mr bone cave (laughs) (laughs) i know right i'm the one who said i wouldn't do it in the bone cave (laughs) you're 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 getting me and Valerie mixed up. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> um, I um I I just think like even going outside out in the woods would be nicer than you know that gross little. Well, then you're farther away from gross. the child you're supposed to be protecting. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you don't have you to stay with an earshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think they were in an earshot in that shed. So yeah, <laughs> um, clearly because like Siri escaped and like Asker didn't notice. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. But again, she can take care of herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if yeah. anyone, she should be babysitting him. No, that is true. That is true. But I still, you got one job. Yeah. You know? Fair. Um, I don't disagree. Yeah. But um, though I love that scene. <laughs> so, all right. So episode five. Uh, I'm just curious what you think of suddenly having an episode where it's all set in a single night at a single event, you know, the way it kind of goes through... Um, the events, the the night's events numerous times and you get a little bit more each time. Like, what do you think of that whole thing? Uh, I liked it generally. I feel like the execution was a bit lacking. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like they replayed stuff too long. Mm -hmm. Um, like the whole scenes, like shot for shot. Mm -hmm. Um, when I, I literally at, at multiple times was like, wait, did I accidentally hit rewind here? Um, because you know when you want to do some, when you do something like that you want to say like oh okay so here set up that this thing we've seen before and then you go to another angle with other characters and whatever and see like you know other things that you've seen before in the background already but mm-hmm. like they just they replayed way too much stuff hmm. I did like that that was kind of the way that they came to realize that you know Vilgefortz is the uh, kind of like the big bad behind mm-hmm. everything there um, 
and uh, watching them like you know, kind of land on Stregobor initially, uh, which I mean, you would because Stregobor sucks. <laughs> um, it was a good idea. I think the execution could have been better. Now, one thing that um, I think I would say about that episode, um, which definitely has a mixed response, um, some people love it, some people don't, um, is that it does seem to reward rewatching it at least one additional time. Um, you know, Valerie mentioned when we had our discussion of it, and she's right, I noticed it too, but she was the one who brought it up, that the way um, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not like Rashomon levels of just different perspectives, but the way things are said um, the second and third time sometimes are different than the, the, you know, the time previous. Like you get more and you get um, kind of a different sort of um, – um, like delivery or context. Like, I don't know, um, Valerie, you you mentioned an example. I don't know if you can recall it. Yeah, I mean, the one that really struck me, Vilgefortz, when he's talking about love and first love. Mm-hmm. And at first he says it about um, Yennefer and Istrid, and he says it to Geralt, and it's kind of like almost goading. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they used to be together. Ha, yeah, ha, ha. Yeah. But then later he says it, and it's in a very wistful tone. Yeah. And it's like completely different read, which I thought was really yeah. cool. Yeah, and that was something I didn't pick up on yeah. the first time I saw it. Um, I It wasn't until we rewatched it and I was pausing it and taking constant notes that I'm like, oh, wait, that was that was different. He said, they said that differently. And yeah. it's, that's just one example, but there's, Dijkstra, there's several. Like Dijkstra other. says a line differently. I think Yennefer yeah. does too at, yeah. the, at, you know, at one point. So it's like, yeah, and that I found kind of, interesting you know yeah you know is it is it as brilliant as i've seen this sort of thing done no you know but i think it 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 um it works and it's fun and it's something that they don't normally do and of the two episodes this season where they really slow things down i this one i prefer heads Mm. and tails um even though i i I prefer or i found i like seven better than i (laughs) initially thought um but this one um this one is one i did enjoy yeah um what do you think of of our 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 you know new ship this season tristrid (laughs) (laughs) did you um did you pick up on on that going on Tristan is uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other new ship, Yarskir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you about Yarskir because that one, that one I imagine you didn't pick up on. But um, but Tristrid, you know, they definitely are, are, are pushing that suddenly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always interesting uh, or it's been interesting for me uh, seeing like people who have like had this history with like Magic and Eratusa yeah. and all that um, mm-hmm. when we haven't necessarily – watch them spend a lot of time together. I think the show does a great job of kind of like making you feel the history that everybody has. Like to the point, like earlier yeah. I asked, I was like, wait, did we see Philippa in season yeah. one? Um, it's like this shared burden of like being the magic users on the continent yeah. and um, something that they, that they have in common mm-hmm. and like only one another understands that. Um, so like it, it you've like, you feel this real depth to every time, you know, two of them like come together. Cause I remember like at the end of season one, when, you know, Triss was, uh, uh, I had the, the same reaction when I was like, wait, did we see Triss at Eretuza earlier this season? Like, no, it's just, you know, the way they execute those relationships mm-hmm. is just like, feels really like really meaty. And, uh, 
and really rewarding to watch. Mm. Now, would you have liked a little bit sexier of, <laughs> of sex scenes in that episode? You know, a little sexier <laughs> of sex of time. Position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it felt very, you know, um, network TV, didn't it? Like it did to me. It honestly did. But I, I feel like they had, like, I appreciate that they had some fun with it, though. Like every time <laughs> they cut back to uh, to Geralt and Yen, yeah. like in the press, like there's where they're both just like lying on the floor <laughs> in front of the, uh, in a the fireplace. Or yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it seems like uh, did uh, did Anya Chalatra at some point say she's like done doing nudity we on the know. show? Yeah. We gotta no, feel like said. she she must be because um you know there that there would be every opportunity for there's for, also been rumors that Henry Cavill also didn't want to do like the big shirtless scenes anymore uh, okay. too. So yeah, I, I had to ask because you know. There were lots and lots of boobs in season one, and it felt yeah. like it came to yeah. a very abrupt end. Yeah. So, yeah. Just the Askers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Doing the Lord's work. I, I'll take them. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's not like I need that in the show. Like, you know what? And, um, and I'm 100% like equal opportunity, yeah. like nudity sort of person. But like, I don't know, you know, at, at times it's a little distracting when it's not there. Yeah. Like, like I've always felt that. Like it's it's almost I've always felt like like you know when I say network TV whenever they try to do a, a sex scene you mean or people an don't moment, like hide under um, a blanket immediately yeah, after they've gotten all yeah, sweaty yeah <laughs> it's just it's like it's like you kind of just roll your eyes you're like yeah. all right well it's a network TV well this isn't a network show and um, I don't know it just it feels like I want things you know I. Like one, you know, I've never been a fan of the stigma we have with yeah. like, we're also so high in the United States, so high strung about sex. No one else is, you yeah. know, um, at least not, not, in, you know, uh, clearly not in Poland as yeah. we discovered when we watched yeah. Hexer. <laughs> but, um, but like the, you know, like it's, um, yeah, I, I, I have very little patience for that. It's just, you know, it's a natural thing. And so I feel like it should feel natural and yeah. it's not, doesn't need to be like, you know, very male gazy. You don't have to like loom in on yeah. things, but like, you don't have to breast boobily. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> if like Yen is on top of Geralt, you know, like, you know, I don't expect to see her hair falling the most unnatural way <laughs> like that possible yeah. just to like cover, you know, her breasts. Like it just, it, you know, that's just not what would happen in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not about like, oh, I want to see boobies. It's, yeah. you know, it just, it's unrealistic. It takes you out of the scene. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed every to time, be like, oh, sorry, every oh. time, like on the Sopranos, when like someone was like wearing a bra while having sex and yeah. like, this is HBO. What are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. Even, even I remember, you know, like on that show at the end, it was even like Tony was like always wearing a t shirt and when he was having sex. I'm like, I fucking hate that. I don't know who would do that, but like, you know, no, 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 no. I don't want to get my shirt all dirty and sweaty. Yeah. Like, who would want to do that? Yeah. I, I almost buy that from him. Uh, it's too lazy to get his shirt yeah, off. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I had a friend once, it was like TMI, like tangents, but this is, she, these, these, this is a good this tangent. This is what everybody like loves. One. I had a friend once who... Um, was hooking up with a dude and he at first wouldn't take his socks off and she's like oh I God. am not sleeping with you until you take your socks off I refuse if you're keeping your socks on it's not gonna happen <laughs> did either of you ever God we're tangent did either of you ever see the show um, um, is it Coupling the one that I've, yeah I've seen some of it but it's been a long so, time same, yeah, same. Yeah. but the one thing I remember is I think and I think it's from the yeah. very 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 first episode was the sock gap 
which is, do you know what, do you remember what that is? I don't, I'm, I'm See, throwing it's, a blank. It's yeah. branded on my brain yeah. so that I would never do this yeah. because of this, this fucking yeah. show. But the sock gap is like, basically when you're getting undressed to, to have sex yeah. and you like take off your shirt and your pants and, and suddenly you realize you still have your socks on. <laughs> you're like undressed completely naked except yeah. with your for your socks, which is the most unsexy thing imaginable. <laughs> and so like, you know, yeah, basically now like and it's not it's anytime. It's like yeah. when I'm getting undressed to take a shower or getting yeah. undressed to, to 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 get into my pajamas uh. at night. It doesn't have to be anything sexy. Like I never take my socks off last. <laughs> it's always, I always take them off before my That's day. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. no. I, I do not get that guy, and I applaud your friend for drawing a line. <laughs> She's like, I refuse. I'm not doing it. No. Take off those fucking socks right now. There's no fucking happening. <laughs> Geralt would totally fucking undress and leave his socks on. I don't know. <laughs> I think he totally would. I'm just going to say that. Yaskin would know better <laughs> but Geralt you know yeah. and in the in the the Garriskir fanfic if there's anyone who's written like you know with like uh, uh, one where Yaskir's scolding Geralt for leaving his socks on <laughs> dude you're speaking the truth <laughs> I've not come across it yet but I'll let you know if I do <laughs> yeah. I, I, I picture that happening him humming and then just kind of like using his feet to take off his socks and just kind of kicking them to the bottom of the bed under the covers. It's <laughs> not this big pile of just socks down there at the accumulating at the bottom of the bed. <laughs> See, this is the sex position we should be getting in this episode. <laughs> and instead we get this like PG-13, yeah. yeah, barely PG-13, you know, team stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm glad they brought back the bathtub, but it was nowhere near as sexy as yeah. the season one. Yeah. that scene um but um and i'm glad he's not dehydrating himself yeah but like yeah you can work around that you can still do you know i had yeah. that exact thought when uh, yeah. like in that shot where they were like lying down yeah. in front of the uh the fireplace yeah. i was like oh yeah he's like his muscles aren't popping off yeah. like unnaturally the way they definitely have in the past right no yeah. and i was and i'm happy for that and i i did say i'm like I, on our discord i'm like i'm glad that he's lying you know he's lying down the shot we all look best in you know <laughs> <laughs> we all look best when we're lying down <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Move like anything else on, on sex position, disappointing sex position, disappointing <laughs> sex position, or I guess just, just volume one in general. I feel like there was one last other. I don't know. I can't, if I can't well, remember. Well, we're still going. I mean, we haven't talked about the desert at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, volume one. Before we move oh, on volume to volume one. I'm before sorry. We move I, you on you to did say volume six. one, but I've had some of this rye and my brain interpreted mm. that as Oh, yeah. See that? I don't know. Guys, if it isn't clear that this riot is sunk in, you know, you're just not listening. <laughs> um, it's not just Valerie. And I'm the only one that hasn't put water in it. I just want to point that out. That is true. That is true. Do you want the water? Nope. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> anyway. Valerie, who doesn't like rye. <laughs> nope. It's so burny that, like, I don't even taste the rye. <laughs> um, so, um... <laughs> I, I feel like we should interject at least a, a little bit about this whiskey, you know, like not that we have like information about it, but what do you think of it before we get to I information a, about it? I did. Oh, do you did a whole thing. What, you yeah. did a whole you have, you have a, you have a whole inter. He oh. did it at the beginning. Yeah. Like, oh, was that the beginning? Yeah. But do you have more to say? Like, do you like, yeah, we, you know, really? 
Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, all I right, did the well, intro. I'm going to do the, the whiskey segment. All right, uh, all right. Know. Then let's let's move on to our whiskey segment, and then we'll get into volume two. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. So, uh, as I said before, this is from Alberta Distillers, uh, which is in Calgary. Uh, it is 100% rye, and this is their fourth release. Mm. Uh, the first one was the one that uh, I mentioned in 2021 won the uh, title of like whiskey of the year in uh, the Whiskey Bible. Uh, they have a few other ryes, one that's just Alberta Premium, mm. uh, which is 40%. There's Alberta Springs Whiskey, which is aged 10 years, and there is the Rifle Rye, which is named after George H. Rifle, who was the distillery's first master distiller back in 1946. The rye that comes from uh, Alberta Distillers also goes into a few other whiskeys. Uh, Whistlepig's 10-year rye, uh, mm. They source from uh, Alberta Distillers, hmm. as well as uh, Masterson's 35 Maple Street, Jefferson's 10-year, and Lockstock and Barrel's 13-year hmm. and 16-year expressions. Hmm. Uh, the fellow who runs the distillery credits the unique climate in Alberta for uh, having a, an impact on the taste. Uh, which he says is noticeably harsher than other southern regions that produce rye. The harsh climate results in inevitable stress on the grain, contributing to the uniqueness of flavor and that signature spice. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> um, you know, I hear lock, lock, stock, and barrel, you know, whiskey or, or whatever that was. And I just, I'm, I'm picturing the guys from Nightmare Before Christmas, like, you <laughs> oh. know, <laughs> distilling whiskey. I'm like, what would that be like? What sort of evil things have they put in their whiskey? <laughs> um, this is really good, Sean. Um, but I'm, I, it's really strong. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that it is. Yeah. Um, I actually, I first encountered this. Or I drank my first bottle of it, or <laughs> I tried my first bottle you of it. You drank a whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, I was working at the store, mm-hmm. and I forget how we got onto it, but I mentioned to one of the other people working there that I was horrified to hear that uh, a Canadian whiskey had one whiskey of the year uh-huh. uh, for, uh, for Jim Murray's uh, whiskey <laughs> Bible. And uh, I was like, I wonder if any of the stores around here have it. And went and checked the inventory, and it turned out we had it at our store. <laughs> it had just been, Surprise! <laughs> yeah, it had just been sitting there in the uh. whiskey lockup uh, for like who knows how long. It just made it onto the shelf, so I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna try this." Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, and uh, yeah, this is the only other bottling that I've had, but there have been you know two other ones since the first one that I tried. So Yeah, yeah. But now why do you think Canadian whiskey is um like like why are you so harsh on it usually? Why do you think it's hard for it to achieve a level like this? Uh I don't know. They just make it bad. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, they got a history, though. Like, yeah. like you know, you think about it. Like, think about, like, Prohibition and, you know, all this this whiskey that was made in Canada at the time. Like, you feel like, like, like they have as much of a whiskey history as the United States does, as, as Scotland does, as Ireland does. Maybe it doesn't go back quite as far, but, you know... Um, like, like, there's a legacy there. I'm a little harsh on Irish whiskey also. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a similar flavor profile where they're doing, like, lots of distillation, lots of blending. And um, 
uh, Ireland tends to use more uh, more like wheat and barley and like more grains. Yeah. Uh, and Canada uses more corn and mm-hmm. uh, their mash bills generally. But uh, the whole approach of just like, you know, like I said, lots of distillation, lots of blending. Uh, it just winds up kind of boring me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously there are some good ones, but uh, yeah. I said before when we had, I forget which Irish whiskey it was, but it was Pendled. Oh, oh, Irish whiskey. Uh, yeah, um, um, but uh, you know, everybody starts drinking uh, Jameson, and then you know, most of us realize Jameson's kind of garbage, <laughs> uh, and then you know, find other better Irish whiskey like uh, you know, Green Spot or Redbreast or something like yeah. oh, or Slain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah we liked Slain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Slain was good. But yeah, I think it's just that approach doesn't make for it doesn't make for interesting whiskey. That's for sure. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like uh, you know, I have to admit, uh, Canada knows its way around a rye. This stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, it's funny when I was um, when I first first took a a nice nice kind of whiff of of this whiskey. Like I got like sugar like crazy, which is strange to me. But like I got like a lot of brown sugar like at first. Now you know, um, like I think I I, I kind of maybe you know, knows it a little too deep, but now, um, I, uh, you know, you said there was like a charred sort of, um, um, barrel that is aged in like a charred sort of, um, I don't know if it was Oak or what, what type it was, but like, I, I'm definitely getting a, a charred wood sort of, you know, scent from it. Yeah. It's it was, one it was now. three different barrels. Um, they describe them as ex bourbon barrel, one time use bourbon barrel. I'm not quite sure what the distinction there mm. is. Mm. Uh, and then uh, new charred oak. Yeah, I think that new charred oak is, you know, scent wise is what I kind of really get on this. Um, and then just, I don't know, other flavor profiles like I was getting, you know, like it is really strong. Yeah. So I have had enough that it no longer burns. <laughs> no longer burns. <laughs> Um, oh, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is a full, full-bodied, full-flavored um, sort of whiskey with like this really strong, um, fiery finish. You know, yeah. I I've added quite a bit of water to this, mm. so you know, I think that's maybe impacting a little bit of my ability to kind of get different sort of notes here. But um, but there's definitely sort of like you know, a yeasty bread-like thing that I'm getting. Um, you know, it has that spicy sort of rye finish, obviously. Um, a little bit of pepper on the end. Um, you know, and 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 ends really sort of warm, like to me. I don't yeah. know. Before yeah. that though, it doesn't quite come on like a rye though. Like mm-hmm. it's got like no. you know kind of vanilla um that it's you just, the sweetness. Yeah, yeah that you, you would, expect more from a bourbon. I would agree with that. It does not come on like a rye at all. No, it has a grainier finish, though. Yeah, so. yeah, but like, yeah, it's like a vanilla or kind of like a, you know, sort of almost like a sweet cream, really, at the beginning. Um, you know, like yeah, like kind of a sweetness. Like I, the nose was brown sugar to me, but the taste on the palate is not. It's it's more of a, a creamier sweetness. And then yeah, like at the end, you get that spice and you get that that fire. Um, so it's a really sort of. Um, you know, start to finish is just kind of like this long, rich sort of experience. Um, it doesn't drop off quickly like some of the whiskeys we've had do. Um, 
I wouldn't say it's complex so much as it's just layered, you know, I get like one thing and then another thing and then another thing. It feels like it's almost like there's phases that you get when you taste this. Um, but that's with like a fair amount of water added to it. Now, I don't know. Valerie's the only one <laughs> drinking it straight. So well, how many dropper do you put in there? No, I, more than you did. I put quite a few in. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie, are, are, do you, I mean, you never really can get anything, but can you get anything on this one? I mean, when you said sugar on the nose, I'm like, okay, I could, you know, I could see that. But yeah. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, Sean, anything you get beyond that? Um. Yeah, vanilla oak, and then yeah, kind of like that grainy finish that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I mean, we all seem to like it. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you can get your hands on this one, um, I think it's well worth it. Um, I I find it funny that Sean brought the barrel proof when you mentioned there was a forty forty <laughs> percent. I haven't right. tried that one yet. So. <laughs> that you could have brought and not you know knocked this all out, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm still on. Sean did give me a generous pour, but I'm still on my first glass and I'm like, whoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all still on our. No one's yeah. refilled as far as I know. Sean unless... tried to refill me and I was like, no. <laughs> like the first I, part I, of that Drake meme, I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think you and I are both. <laughs> One and done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see if we, we'll see. Well, that's I, the beauty of not having to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Sean, you live your best life. <laughs> <laughs> Yolo, Sean. I uh, to drag myself to my bedroom 30 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so moving on to, to, to volume two, this pivotal, pivotal episode six. Um, did you remember when you were binging this, um, you know, season three or yeah, season three that you, um, that episode six was the one where everything happened, where all, all the shit kind of hits a fan. Yeah. And you, so you, you remembered that that was it and that it was coming. So you were prepared for it when you queued it up. What'd yeah. you think of, what'd you think of, um, you know, this episode? Uh, I think it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't think I remembered quite just how completely devastated Eratusa was going to become yeah. by the yeah. end of it. Yeah. Uh, and like so I still got to preserve a little bit of as I was watching it the yeah. like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing is we knew Valerie and I knew it was coming. Yeah. Um all the book readers knew it was coming or anyone who kind of knows the overall story. But I remember after watching it the way Valerie and I did, where you got volume one, these first five five episodes, and you had to wait a month to get the last three. They did release, you know, uh, um, right at the end of of volume one, they released a trailer for volume two that kind of surprised a lot of us. You know, (laughs) I didn't know it was there. Um, But when I watched it, I remember my first thought was, oh, man, these 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 mages are going to get fucked up. Mm. Like, my God, like just, you know, you saw early on that this um, coup was going to be very violent and destructive. And when I read it in the book, I was not like, even though it it plays very close to how it does in the book, um, you know, people die, people get injured. um, You know, things are, are destroyed. Siri runs off into, um, um, Oh God, I'm spacing on the tower. Torlara. Torlara, thank you. Uh, Torlara and um, ends up getting portaled out there and the tower blows up and, and um, you know, and, and Vilgefortz gets his face torched off. Like all that <laughs> happens in the book. So it's all there, but 
it, when I was reading it, it just did not come across as being so violent as it did in in this episode, and so you know brutal, where you got like you know um, raining fire down on these these mages, and they have these little shields up, and they're just on the ground, you know, kind of like hunkering under them as as everything just burns above them. You know, I just I I was not prepared for that. Um, you know, and to me that was. Yeah, I, the way it builds, you know, and it starts from this sort of, you know, um, move made by Dijkstra and Philippa and just kind of spirals from there. And then you find out, you know, yes, you know, Vilgefortz is truly evil. And, oh, he's brought these 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 elves in. And, oh, you know, they're, um, you know, they're, they, they have a way of penetrating the sorcerers, the sorcerers and sorceresses shields. And, you know, they're all coming out to fight them and all this, like, you know, one thing. And then, you know, Frin Fran is back together. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it, like... It's just one thing after another after another in um, in a way that I think works and builds to this like climax, um, and then ultimately you have the payoff of you know um, and brutal payoff of this confrontation between Vilgefortz and and Geralt and you know I mean just everything is just you know um, um, intense and and you know and and just. Like the seas, the the series changes from this yeah. point on, um, and you know, and I'm wondering, as someone who you've heard us say that, but does that come through? Like, did you get the sense at the end of this episode that, like, you know, like this was a game changer and things are going to be different, you know, from here from this point on? Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just like having that group of people together, um, mm-hmm. like. You don't do that unless it's going to be like, you know, a momentous shift in like the narrative moving forward. Yeah. Um, like even if they hadn't like raised Eratusa. Yeah. I feel like that there was as far as like the, the point A to point B of it, uh, I think that was that was really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved seeing uh, to say, uh, do the lightning, lightning thing. Yeah. The, yeah. What was it, the the spell of last resort? I think. Elzur's thunder. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Um, Mm-hmm. Also, like, yeah, here for white haired to say. What did There were there were a few moments though where I'm not sure if it was in the writing or the directing or what it was where I, I feel like you kind of like lose. It, it's it's tough to keep your head wrapped around the stakes because mm-hmm. you know you have a lot of people who have like a lot of power uh, and can do like you know lots of things to you know zap each other and protect themselves and whatever. Uh, and it felt a little bit inconsistent uh, at times, like who was capable of what. Um, cause I remember, was it was it Tesea who blows up Philivandrel? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, why isn't she just doing a lot more of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. So I think it was, it was very well shot. I think it was pretty well staged. Uh, but as far as like things like that, there are moments where yeah. it was like, eh, okay, well, it's tough to know exactly how much investment I have in you know what's going on right in front of me because like it, it seems like the like use of magic was like a little bit inconsistent it's interesting you say that because we had um someone in our discord who we were talking about this like uh maybe about a week ago or so um mentioned and she was right that one thing the show is not good at is is really sort of um making it clear like it's there it's not like they've ignored it but it's just it's it's not as as clear the the cost of magic mm-hmm. and the fact that 
these spells do require, you know, basically pulling from something. Like it's not infinite. You can't yeah. just like like the answer to your question about, you know, why doesn't she just blow everyone out up is probably because like, you know, thinking about it, probably what went went on in the writer's room and, you know, the way they justified that is um because she just that took a lot of power. That took a lot of like um drawing from stuff. She probably doesn't have very many of those in her and um and she was angry and 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 was going thought she could take out um francesca um and and it was worthwhile there there but like after that like all hell breaks loose and just the ability to be able to draw that much power under those circumstances probably wasn't there now i'm i'm I'm, I'm, you know, making a lot of speculation, but I'm, I, I get, I would have to guess that that's somewhat what maybe went, went on in the writer's room when they're like, okay, well, why wouldn't someone just keep doing that? Um, and certainly in the book, it's, it's, it's there. Like these spells take a little bit to kind of cast and draw and, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, there's a reason hair or to say his hair is white after doing that major, you know, spell of last resort. Um, and that's why in the show does not they talk about it, but they don't really do a good job making you feel that. Yeah. Um, they do sometimes with like, you know, the most simple like visual metaphor of like flower dies, yeah. rock is floating in the air yeah. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. Or even that one where, you know, and I think it's, it's Fringilla who casts a spell her and her gets, hand yeah, shrivels up. up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like they do that at the beginning, but that's, if you don't rewatch and, and obsess over these, these mm-hmm. seasons the way Valerie and I do, um, like you know, you maybe have seen that three years ago. Yeah, and you probably don't really remember right. that that well when you're watching this. So it's a good, you know, it's a fair question for people to ask. Well, why don't you just cast more magic like that? And you know, and why aren't you just lobbing these these destructive, <laughs> explodey spells all over the place? And you know, and I do think that's um. I guess you could call it a criticism of the show that they don't really communicate the answer to that very well. It's also just the sort of thing that's kind of difficult to kind of to do without having some really expositiony character mm-hmm. saying, "I'd like to be able to cast that spell, but I can't <laughs> because I have nothing to draw." And it takes like about two minutes to build up the, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Like so. Well, that's fair. I mean, it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, um, and uh, like especially in something as like chaotic as like the Battle at Eretusa, yeah. but yeah. it's still you know. <laughs> you got to get me there, guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they sort of did it in season one where Vilgefortz was doing the sword thing where he kept teleporting the sword and you have Yennefer telepathically telling him, like, conserve your chaos. What are you doing? Right. You know, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, then you find out he was faking that yeah. all. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I was going to ask about that, too, because yeah, it was, baker. yeah, it's yeah. him versus Kahir in, yeah. in, in battle, season right? one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, why is he faking not winning? Um, because he doesn't want them to know how powerful he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like, I do wonder how much that was pre-planned and all this sort of stuff, you know, when, when they're producing season one, not knowing if they're even going to get a season two, you know, um, there is a moment in season one where he kills an ally and you're like, oh, why is he doing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That is that is season one, right? Yeah, that's season, season one. Two. There's a mage okay. where Bill I know, I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I just couldn't remember if that was season one or season no, two. That's one. But, that, all right. that. I, I, <laughs> yeah. If you say season one, I believe yeah. you. Um, I remember him fighting Kahir at the yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Song. I'm getting his ass yeah. kicked. So yeah. maybe maybe it really truly was yeah. planned because like that you know that reads as like frustration yeah. that he he had to let himself be defeated like yeah. that. But um. 
but you know, yeah, it's, it's again, you know, how the average viewer, you know, um, and I don't even consider you average Sean, because you listen to us talk about this, yeah. like every time we record an episode, you know, um, whether you absorb it or not, you at least hear us and we're, you know, we're, we talk a lot. So, huh? <laughs> but like, yeah, the, the average person who doesn't, who's just a, a typical Netflix viewer, they aren't going to remember that sort of stuff. I mean, stuff. I had that with like Shadow and Bone watching yeah. season two of yeah. Shadow and Bone. I'm like, okay, I vaguely remember yeah. some of these details, but yeah. I don't know no. who this person is or what their deal is no, or why they're here. Or, there's, yeah. There's very little we, you know, either of us obsess over to this, yeah. about, you know, this extent where we're rewatching numerous times yeah. and picking and taking things notes. apart. And yeah. Um, and, you know, and that is, I think, a cr fair criticism of the Netflix model and, you know, the fact that these seasons take years to come out and, you know, and, and then they drop them all at once yeah. and most people binge them. And, and it's you know, only eight episodes. Yeah. And, yeah. Binge them over a weekend and then have forgotten about it a week later. Like some kind of chump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but what did you think of that fight between Vilgefortz and, and, and Geralt? You kind of alluded to it earlier. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. It was kind of everything I was expecting. Yeah. Like yeah. it really, it really delivered and it, it showed like you know, two very different fighters mm -hmm. uh, fighting in two very different ways. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's always rough to see Geralt get his ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> not that we've seen it to like quite this degree yeah. Um, yeah. so far on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I do think, though, like it would have caught me off guard if I hadn't uh, heard about the fight from you guys mm. first. Yeah. Uh, just that like Geralt just like gets his ass straight <laughs> up. Deep. I mean, it surprised yeah. me when yeah. I read the book, you know, when yeah. I realized like how badly he'd gotten his ass beaten. I'm like, I'm like, really? Like, you know, <laughs> that's not because yeah. you're not used to that yeah. from these sort of, you know, franchises and and stories that your, you know, your your quote unquote hero protagonist, um, you know, like gets gets really, really, you know, um, like beaten, defeated, yeah. and injured, and 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 as we kind of have also talked about, carries that injury with him going forward. So you know, we'll see how they play that on the show. But in the book, constantly he's yeah. like, you know, his knee done fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and that's something that comes up a lot in sort of fights with him going forward. I mean, he's still he's still very skilled, and yeah. we see that in the last episode here. You know, he's he's still going to be formidable but yet not quite to the level that he was before yeah and um you know i don't know if that was sapkowski filling his age when he was writing <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna put Same that in the Subkowski. book yeah <laughs> like i know as yeah. someone as someone on, who's, who's who's even a few years beyond you yeah, yeah you know i can relate <laughs> yeah, i missed my cartilage in my spine that was a good time <laughs> having all that cartilage in my 20s uh, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Time comes for us all. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Got to turn back the clock really quick. Uh -huh. um, just forgot uh, lots of great lines this season. Mm -hmm. My favorite one, though, uh, was from the uh, uh, from the Mage Conclave. Yen to, uh, what's her name with Sabrina? the fake face? The, oh, the Lydia. Lydia, yes. Yeah. Um, you must truly hate what's left of your face to challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah. No, there are yeah, high five to whoever wrote that. One. <laughs> <laughs> there are some good ones. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that that was even one that we wrote down, but yeah. It was there's, fun. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, yeah. And, 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 um, 
and including in yeah quite a few in this this episode a lot you know lifted directly from the yeah. book too um, stars pond reflected night yeah, yeah. i also <laughs> like the the line about the barber hopefully there's a barber a surgeon, surgeon or whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but um but Sean, from one of the most action-packed episodes to one of <laughs> <laughs> one of the the most just sprawling, you know, <laughs> slow, quiet yeah, episode. What did you think of episode seven? Where do you fall on the? I, uh, it worked. Um, <laughs> I I didn't love it. I don't think it's because it doesn't work. I think it was I just my attention span. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool seeing. Um, Grandma, what's her name? Calanthe. Oh, Calanthe. Yeah. yeah. Like, grandma, grandma, grandma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The actual grandma, yeah. <laughs> you know, good old Granny Calanthe. Um, yeah. Dowry's was... problematic fave. Oh, I do yeah. like her. <laughs> Genocide. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a smidge. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, seeing her pop up was great. What was the name of the, the other person who appears to Pavetta, her? Her mom? Or oh, no. Falka? Falka, that's right, whose yeah. name she takes at the, yeah. at the end. Yeah. Remind me what her deal is. It's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook, it's complicated. Yeah. 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 It's she's basically like this princess that led this, I don't know, rebellion, uprising. Yeah. She gets right. burned at the stake. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. 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 I thought she was an elf, but like I guess she's only maybe part elf, and so she yeah. makes her ears. Like, you know, she talks about cutting her ears yeah. in the elf That's shape, right, which yeah. that I didn't, none yeah. of that I knew about. So, um, yeah. So, but she's basically, um, you know, I guess like symbolizes, you know, um, letting your hatred and rage, um, you know, and, and, and desire to just burn down everything, um, you know, like, like letting that side kind yeah. of, um, you know, um, um, went out. But and it's also kind of like an Adam and Eve thing too, where it's like, okay, is that it? Or is like the woman getting blamed for being a little uppity? Like yeah. there's both sides of that story. Cause Stregobor has like a mad hate on for Falca and talks about Falca a lot, especially in season two. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's I, like, I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I no, respect, no. But yeah, yeah. It, it is true. And the thing is we don't get a direct flashback right. of Falca's story. Yeah. Um, this is just like, I mean, I don't know. I guess, you know, you can interpret it as you will. Um, Maybe this is the literal, actual Falca speaking to um, Siri supernaturally. Or it's like this sort of, you know, visualization of her that, you know, Siri creates internally. In which case, if it's the latter, then... um, then that's not necessarily how Falco really was. Right. And you're right. Maybe maybe she took the blame for something yeah. that, you know, she really wasn't fully responsible for. Um, you know, yeah, I guess there's enough enough gray area there to kind of interpret it a number of ways and how you want to see Falco. But as far as Siri sees her, it, it's a symbol of, you know, letting her rage um you know, and this 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 power she has using it to just kind of burn it all mm-hmm. down. And um and it's definitely interesting, um, but you know, a lot of this sort of just you know, hallucinating like actual people. It's not you know, in these sort of kind of cerebral moments while she's just wandering in, like through this endless desert. I don't know. It, it it worked better than I thought it did, but like the first time I saw it, I'm just like, all right, come on, 
Come on, <laughs> let's get going. Let's get going. There's a lot to go, and only in 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 where we need to be, but only two more episodes, and 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 this episode's quickly running out of like runtime. So yeah. Uh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that was one that I was like happy to have had the warning yeah. from you guys yeah. on. Uh, but but I'm wondering though, when you saw the unicorn, were you hearing Valerie? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> right, got some balls. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Well, that or were you hearing oh, the Valerie's Valley girl? Oh, yeah. No, I was talking about its junk. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah see, cheers, <laughs> Sean. That was, what, that was what popped into my head for sure. You, uh, you guys, that's what popped into my eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, right? Jesus, they're right there. They're right there. <laughs> you like you? It's like you. I've never seen a horse before. Seen a horse before. Those are so I mean, yeah, but that was. This is a special case. (laughs) You can't. It's not that special. (laughs) You've just not been around. uh, I'm from Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) You've just not been around stallions, apparently. Uh. (laughs) Like. Jeez, no, because it's not that impressive. Like the like we talked about How the, the hunt from the horse statement comes yeah. from something. Kind of right there. <laughs> I yeah. don't use the word impressive so much as inescapable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's uh, fair. <laughs> but like, uh, oh, one thing I really liked about the design though was, uh, you know, like unicorns are always they usually have like some nice swirling yeah. horn thing that you know looks like very pretty, like it was you know stuck on there by an art department, <laughs> not just like a gross bone growing out of yeah. their forehead. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I really appreciated that. <laughs> well, in the, in the book, it like uses that horn to like fight the monster. They yeah. didn't do that in the show, but you know, it, it, yeah, it actually uses it. Like if not for little horse getting involved in that fight, Siri probably would have died. <laughs> so, huh. um, so that was definitely one change they made to the book, but so you didn't hear Valerie's little Valley Girl voice when you were no, saying No, that I forgot about. Oh, thank God. Uh, well, how could you can... forget about that? He blocked it out of his memory. <laughs> Guys, I forget like everything. <laughs> We've covered this. Uh, I mean, I, I, once I heard that, I'm like, nope, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how they sound voice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Oh, to, sorry. To go back to the, uh, just like all the other vision quest stuff with, uh, <laughs> with, you know, various people appearing to her. I got the, I mean, obviously it's ambiguous, but yeah. like I got the impression that it was just like stuff in her head talking yeah. to her. It was like her talking to herself. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that they were actual like ghosts. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that was kind of how it came across to me too. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, uh, the only, the only suggestion that there may be more going on there is the thing Valerie picked up on, um, that I didn't, which was, you know, that that was the, the pub from episode eight that mm-hmm. she talks to Falka in. Um, and that you see Falka in the background a couple of times. Yeah. Earlier in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, you could see that as like a ghost mm-hmm. or something like that too. Um, but um, but I mean, I definitely think it's very much up yeah. for interpretation. So, um, what do you think of injured Geralt? <laughs> um, you know, do you think like, are you with Valerie? That do I do it? Do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, almost for uh, just for laughs, I almost did famous grouse as the uh, the whiskey pairing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> grouse. <laughs> that would have been funny. I would have appreciated that. <laughs> I like her her presentation too. She just like you know flings his <laughs> yeah. bird into his face and is like, "Don't you want to eat this?" <laughs> I know. Like, what's he supposed to do with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Like, presumably she was going to go off and prepare it for him or whatever, yeah. but still, just like, eh? <laughs> but we'll get to Milva in a moment, yeah. but what do you think of, um, well, yeah, what do you think of Wheezy injured Carol? That was like, pretty much what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, having heard from you guys that he was, like, basically just lying around being, like, <laughs> broke ass for, uh, <laughs> for the last two episodes. Uh, yeah. Down doll. Yeah. Yeah. It is a pretty dramatic visual compared yeah. to how he's been yeah. prior to that throughout the whole series. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, if you don't know where the story yeah. is going and like well almost ending season three with yeah. like Geralt all broken down and wheezing is a pretty like that's a pretty bold change yeah. you know not a, not what I think people who aren't book readers and don't follow um, the narrative like you know aren't aren't on all the fan sites and, and, and following the people that we follow. What happened to watch Taxer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Only I mean, even Hexer. Fans. Yeah, well, all those people like... Yeah, come at me, source material yeah. people. I've seen fucking Hexer. Yeah. <laughs> but like any of those, like, you know, start, like, when they are when they were starting season three, I don't think they probably expected that that was where things were gonna go for yeah. Daryl, you know, before the end. Um, and, you know, because it is pretty it is pretty dramatic. Um, and, um, and, you know, and, and, and they gave it its due. I mean, at least as much of its due as I think it gets in the books. Like, yeah. I think they're pretty faithful to, you know, him and his recovery. And, you know, I don't know, maybe in a perfect world where these, you know, the Hexer, or sorry, Hexer. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much of this have I had now? Uh, where the Witcher, Netflix strong, Witcher <laughs> has had, um, you know, I don't know, 12 episode yeah. seasons rather than eight episode seasons. Maybe you could, you know, leave yeah. him a little, you know, give give his recovery a little bit more time to kind of, you know, um, show that it really, you know, these things aren't you don't just shake them off, even if it is just even if you are a mutated witcher. So um, but, you know, I think despite the fact that they couldn't do that, they did a pretty good job showing that. Yeah. It was nice seeing Yaskier around too. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> what was this line when uh, Milva says uh, he's just like trying to oh, yeah. to get like one more song out of me? Yeah. He's like, I could milk this for at least three songs yeah. and an epic, epic poem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you what do you think of Milva, um, Sean? Because he's because I'm a big fan of, of 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 Milva, but it's largely drawn from the books. So I'm still I'm still getting my feel for this this TV Milva. It feels like there's supposed to be more of her. Like she feels a little rushed, just in like. I mean, you will get a lot more of her. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's she's in it for the long haul. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just like you know, she shows up and you know she you know represents the person who has the this you know debt to Brocolon and like being the outsider there and mm -hmm. like being able to like you know make something out of that. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like they tried to do just like a little bit too much with her. Yeah, like to, this cram too much into one episode with her. Mm -hmm. Episode eight um, does have to cram a lot in. Yeah, yeah. She's great when she's like telling Geralt, like, I know you're not like used to this, but like you're fucked up right now. Yeah. Like you can't do shit. <laughs> like, uh -huh. uh, when, like the three different times she's like, you'd be dead right yeah. now. Yeah, um, yeah. That's great. Um, the biggest thing, unfortunately, though, um, did you guys watch Seinfeld? Uh, not I did really, but yeah, Mulva. Remember Mulva? Oh no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> was that, who's Mulva? Refresh my memory. Okay. Maybe so I there's an episode start. of Seinfeld where Jerry uh, goes out with a woman, sleeps with her, the next day realizes he does not have any idea what her name mm. is, mm. Uh, and the one like hint that she drops that like he latches onto to like try to figure it out is she says that um, her name rhymes with like a 
part of the female anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> and he and George are sitting around like trying to figure out like like what the fuck I could possibly be. <laughs> and George pitches Mulva. It's <laughs> a possibility. <laughs> what what is her name? Do you get do you get it in that episode? Dolores. Oh. <laughs> What's Dolores? What's a female? Uh, oh, Tim. <laughs> what? The Taurus. Oh, okay. Sorry. That is entirely the whiskey right now (laughs) and the fact that it's like after 10 o'clock. So, um. Sure it is, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to blame that on the whiskey too, Valerie. (laughs) Because you are not normally that cocky with me. You know, I will also also say Dolores. The person who hasn't seen the episode. I will say Dolores Clitoris is... That's yeah. that's kind of a rhyme, mm-hmm. you know. That's enough. It's that's a, a it's kind of a slant rhyme. I will grant you that. But yeah, yeah. it's cl- like like Volva Mova yeah. is a better rhyme yeah. than Clitoris. Yeah, <laughs> like Dolores. Yeah. So, hey everybody. So you might be listening to this fun and scintillating conversation, wondering to yourself, but wait, isn't it pronounced clitoris? To which I say, yes, yes, it is. The other pronunciation isn't technically wrong, but the mainstream, most commonly used pronunciation is clitoris, which, to Tim's credit, as much fun as I had, you know, implying that he doesn't know what the clitoris is, uh, the, the reason he was confused and didn't get the joke right away was because clitoris isn't how most people say it, and that's the way you have to say it for the rhyme to work. In conclusion, it's Jerry Seinfeld's fault for writing a joke that doesn't actually make sense. <laughs> I hope you found this informative. Cheers! Anyway. Or like, you know, vagina, vagina or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lotta. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anytime I heard Melva, I just heard Mulva. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just like couldn't get away from that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fair. <laughs> it's a weird, asso- like, I, like if I, you know, sometimes you just make those sort of weird associations and Milva is a weird name. So yeah. all these names are weird yeah. names. <laughs> well, this has been going on since like we recorded the episode where like Melva was in. Right? <laughs> I well, think I might have asked you guys then too if you had seen that Seinfeld episode mm-hmm. because like every time I heard you guys say Milva, it just we'll be, lands as Mulva. It'll be interesting yeah. because if this show goes till the end of the story, if it gets like this enough seasons to finish yeah. off the story and we keep this podcast going, <laughs> you're going to hear Milva <laughs> mentioned a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm wondering if at the end of that, if you'll still be like, if you, it'll still be, you know, bring that association to your mind. We'll have to like revisit that you know, down the line. Yeah, it, it's gonna. <laughs> like, we're, we're two for two so far, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I mean it. Like, she's in it for the long haul, yeah. you know? And, um, and like I said, everything changes. You know, like, one of the things we've we talked about, and we'll talk about it um, more, I think, before we we finish up our, our, our podcast season is, um, you know, how, how Liam is going to be associating, with, he's going to build chemistry with entirely different set of characters than Henry ever really did. And, um, and, and, and one thing that that's going to require is somehow allowing him to build some sort of, um, relationship with, with Yennefer and Siri in, so that when they are reunited at the very, very end, it doesn't feel weird, yeah. you know, and it's, that's going to be a challenge on the writers to be able to do that. And we've talked, like, we think Valerie, Valerie yeah. says flashbacks and I think she's, Probably right. I'm here, Team Witcher. You can hire me. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I mean, they they gotta probably be yeah. thinking that because there's gonna be have to be something because 
Um, from here on out, things things are very different. Siri Siri doesn't magically portal back, you know. Like I'm not gonna say what happens to her, but she's 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 on her own for quite a quite some time. And um, and so we've seen a lot of scenes with her and Henry. We're not gonna get a lot of scenes with her and Liam, and that's gonna be interesting to to, you know, for for when they are reunited to have that that emotional, yeah. you know, um um payout like payout thank yeah. you yeah yeah well she is the witcher so she can do what she wants <laughs> she's not there yet i mean yeah. she may be she may have some of the skills but you know yeah. if she if it if she is the witcher that the title is referring to um her her journey is only maybe halfway done at this point so um and speaking of siri then what do you think of um her final scene in the and the rats. Oh, with the rats. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah that I looks like say, a lot of I've fun. I've done a 180 on the rats because mm. I was like, I don't care about the rats. And I saw the rats and I was like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want, I mean, I really, good, good, good job making me, yeah. f- making me excited for the spinoff yeah. because like, yeah, I want to know more about them. And if that's the next thing we're getting, and it sounds like that probably is, um, I think that's pretty smart. Like, you know, because as we've talked about, like the rats are one part of, um, series story. And I don't think she's going to be with them all of season four. And so if you really want to kind of build drama, let us get to know these characters doing a spinoff with them is probably a pretty smart way of doing it. And, um, and they have, they seem to have such a fun little vibe together that, you know, I'm looking forward to getting a few episodes focused on them and um and learning more about them yeah that was one thing that uh also i will say it was not spoiled for me mm-hmm. um like much in the way like the second you see uh uh radovid and 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 yaskir like look at each other and it's like okay yeah they're gonna bang uh-huh. uh, like you know didn't need to have done the podcast with you guys yeah. to know that was gonna happen <laughs> uh same thing with the rats like getting a spinoff i was yeah. like oh okay this scene is absolutely a backdoor pilot for yeah. uh <laughs> for a rat spinoff <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean the thing is so you say that but it's directly from the books yeah. you know like that's that's that scene you know is another one they adapt pretty faithfully from from what's on the page um everything down to her saying call me falca Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's all lifted from that but sean if you were not producing a podcast about the witcher would you keep watching it after after season three knowing cavill's leaving all this and, and knowing what happened in season three is it strong enough that you'd keep going yeah for sure yeah yeah no i i enjoy it um I'd probably, I mean, I wouldn't be like binging it over a weekend every time for the sake of the podcast. I'd probably make it my, like, you know, the hour long that I watch when once uh, my wife's gone to bed and I'm still awake. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm still really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the uh, the changing of the guards, as it were, like Henry Cavill's last hurrah and now bringing Liam Hemsworth in to do the next season. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you guys. So like his final fight scene at the, uh, yeah. the uh, immigration gate or whatever the hell it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Was that from the books or did they just like cook that up? They cooked that it? up. Okay. Yeah. It, it really felt like it. Um, yeah. And I know that, you know, you guys have said before that they did not know that Correct, he was going yeah. to be leaving uh, as they tell it. Uh, <laughs> as when, they tell it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when that was written. That's the party line. It feels, yeah. But it feels like it, right? Like, yeah. you know, like drawing back to the very first episode, you know, with the 
the the brooch and having him leave it. Yeah, and yeah it feels yeah. like a nice full circle for um, for Henry Cavill's version of mm-hmm. Geralt, um, whether it's deliberate or just uh, a fortuitous set yeah. of circumstances. You know, um, it just it does feel like like. It's not the end of his story. Like I, I, I said, and I, I stand, I'll, I'll stand by these words. I think you'd be stupid to stop watching it yeah. at this point, you know. But if you wanted to, there is a little bit of closure there, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, so I'm glad you said you'd keep watching it because no, you know, I don't want to think you're stupid, Sean. <laughs> 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 um, you know, well, Sean. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I do think like there is a nice little full, full circle for him. I like. I like his final episode. Yeah. I like his final sort of send off. Um, again, you know, party line is they didn't know. Maybe they really didn't know. Um, but if they did and they're just not letting us know that, I think they handled it well as opposed to giving him some weird, stupid little winking at the camera. <laughs> thing. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm going back out on the path. You know, <laughs> <Wink. or something. laughs> you know like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they handled it. With um, Grace, if that was the case. Yeah, and the final shot of the three of them with the horses, like going off into the woods or whatever, into the mist. I liked that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Um, You know, and it it functions both as like a, a, you know, final moment with him and his version of Geralt. As well as, you know, like like a good ending for their part of the story um, leading into season four, um, knowing, you know, like his future, Geralt's future is with um, with this new this new family that yeah. he's going to start putting together. And um, and, you know, and 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 presumably that's what season four will be about. So, um, but yeah, that's. Those are, the last, those are the only questions I had. Those are your questions? Yeah, I'm going to ask my bullshit questions. Are you right. ready? Oh, boy. Contact Sean. <laughs> oh, man. I should have. Yeah. I should be you surprised. Notice? Did you I, notice I, a I, lot I more did. CGI this season? Yeah. It was uh, a lot I, better? I was much happier when it was yeah. the CGI. Yeah, thank you. The, what was the, Appreciate it, was like it bro. episode like three he's crying about something that one yeah and he's got the contacts and yeah, still it's yeah just, it's rough, his dead mom man. yeah, yeah. Sean, now the you watch all of hexer See? you watch all of hexer but he this doesn't really... have them mostly in hexer he only rarely has them when he's doing like a hulked out battle yeah, yeah exactly. but they look so bad in hexer but it's, but it's not <laughs> there all the time he's not doing like a but crying scene yeah with them it's not yeah. when he is being sensitive boy gerald yeah. which yeah. you know he's doing a lot in hexer yeah uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm the one odd man out. No, I, don't I, I was I am, so happy. You know I, what? As much as I bitch about the costumes, said it before, I'll say it again. If the costumes having a lower budget was what got us the CGI eyeball budget, yeah, okay, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> well, one of the things I really enjoyed this season that we talked about a bit at the beginning, especially when we were discussing episode one, is the relationships and how you got to actually see, hey, they do like each other. Yeah. These people are friends. And I felt that the... Uh, Yes, your Geralt relationship really thrived this season. You actually oh, got to true, see them yeah. be friends and be like, oh, people that actually know each other and have spent 20 years together. And, yeah. yeah. No, definitely worth mentioning. Um, yeah, especially toward the end when uh, in Broccolon, yeah. where like Yaskir is just like, no, I'm just here for my dude. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, that made me, that it was, that was one of those things that like, like really gave me like really nice, yeah. glowy feelings. You're like, oh no. Seeing him like that. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think of the Ask Your Songs this season? Yeah. That or was... the series. See, we get a series song. Yeah. That... Oh, yeah. 
That's um, what I want to ask. Yeah. Don't think any of them are jumping into the yeah top three necessarily. Have, have you? I mean, have you listened to the ride which ride one all the way? I haven't through? listened to any mm -hmm. of like the produced versions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I've only ever heard them on the show. Well, the produced ride which ride is in the credits. Yeah. If yeah. you listen, oh, to, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you skip the credits, then you wouldn't have heard it all. But if you listen to all the whole credits, then you did. Um. But um. But yeah, I'm curious. Like. You know, because I think that's a pretty a pretty good song. Yeah. Whereas, as I mentioned on the podcast, him whining and about and pining about like extraordinary things, <laughs> not my, not my thing. You know. Well, the other funny musical thing was uh, during the uh, during the ball. Yeah. The what was it? Uh, the melange. Oh, is all oh, is that that yeah. Yeah. Seems, yeah. They got to do the claps. <laughs> <laughs> as yeah. it seems, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Very subtle. I know, right? <laughs> Witcher doesn't do subtle. It's not their cup of tea. It's not their flag in a veil. Yeah, it's all very subtle until you get hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like, I don't know that it's it's time to do another song ranking. But there were some very good songs yeah. this season. Like I, I don't, you know, other than his his Ride of the Witcher song, I don't love. Um, Yaskier's, but like yeah. Valdo's and Siri's mm -hmm. make up for it. So. Uh, God, I, I want a whole record of Valdo March. Yeah. I know, I know. Hey, Netflix. <laughs> I want a whole stage show of Valdo. Yeah. I know. Like, why, why are we not doing that? Let's yeah. be real. Why, yeah. not, why, why is Valdo March not yeah, in the Hollywood Bowl? You know, we might... do have that Witcher musical in Poland. Like, let's bring it here. But yeah, I don't like, think there's Valdo Marks in that. So, so I, I a few years ago. Um, went to see a concert at the forum out here that was um, Game of Thrones live mm. by the composer of Game of Thrones. And they did a lot of yeah. the songs. And it was a fun, a fun concert. They you know, very visually, you know, a lot of stuff happening um, visually. It was cool. Why, you know, I could see a world where down the line, yeah. there's like, Joey Beatty does like a, a Yaskier Witcher <laughs> concert, like the music of the Witcher where he's like, he's basically the driving force. And at one point he invites special guests, <laughs> Valdemarx. No, 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 Valdemarx forces his way onto the stage. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> a little contrived, but yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. Like no, 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 yeah, we, we gotta, yeah, yeah. We, we gotta go like totally into the fantasy of it. We're gonna do it, I think. I could, I could, I could see that. Um, yeah, I think Yaskier something happens. Yaskier it gets called away, and, you know, is unavailable to finish the show. But what's this? Valdo, <laughs> uh, Netflix. Thank got, the gods you're here. Netflix, you got to make this happen. Uh, you got to make this Netflix. Like if this Valerie, if this happened, but they only did it was only one show that was happening in Poland. I would fucking I would You'd fucking go, fly out for Poland, that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we both would have to. I feel like I could. I I I feel like convince you to come with me if like, i had enough notice yeah yeah I was, if it's not the typical like oh we it's would. happening in a week yeah well, yeah we yeah. need to cover that on the show so you guys would need to fly me out too <laughs> yeah, yeah but i feel like i feel like this would be something i would make the trip for yeah. you know like um i didn't know about that witcher con yeah. i didn't know that it would be as cool as it seemed like it was yeah but this yeah yeah this no doubt <laughs> but 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 rather than doing that, make it a world tour or at least, uh, you know, a stateside tour. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, you know, Netflix, make this happen. <laughs> you in, the, do in, the, in the tradition of, uh, of uh, Money Python, the Beatles, and the Muppets, like we need Valdemarks at the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh. <laughs> so, um, 
So anyhow, um, Sean, yeah, like that was, you know, Valerie had asked if you had anything else you want to say, like, um, I mean, anything else we want to say, like, this is our wrap up too. Our wrap up? Yeah. Oh God, it's going to take like five years before we get season four. (laughs) I know. I know. That's like the hard thing. That's a hard reality. Um, You know, it's going to be so long and that's going to be hard for all Witcher fans. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're really fucking creative. (laughs) We're going to get really creative. Valerie and I are pretty creative people. So I I, I have full faith in in us. But yeah, you know, season two of Hexer is coming any day now. (laughs) (laughs) Like we have, Uh, we have, um, yeah, we like get our hands on a bootleg of that musical, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a whole season devoted to that musical. (laughs) Musical. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's funny. We've just never, you know, we've. We've ne- like even though like we We're technically the dog that caught the car. <laughs> yeah, well, like even I was just like, gonna say we are rapidly approaching Breezy in a wig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have like never really like caught like we've never really been caught up to the show. I mean, we kind of were, but we took so long to do Blood Origin, hey, Hector, and then we yeah. went straight into um we went straight into Witcher season three that it's like, it didn't really feel like it, but now it's like, we don't know when we'll see episode four, but you know, episode four, episode four. (laughs) What time is it? I can't even drink anymore because I finished my glass (laughs) and I'm not pouring myself anymore for that. Uh, (laughs) Season four. We don't know when we're going to see season four, but, um, you know, like, like, yeah, Valerie and I are, are, are committed to, to be here for that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it's going to happen, we're going to, we're going to be there for it. So, um, so yeah. And in the meantime, we have a lot, you know, we have a lot more we'll be doing. Um, you know, if it stretches out, if it's like a couple years, we'll, we'll have to get creative, but we'll figure it out, guys. I mean, we do have some stuff planned. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about like what we have planned for the, you know, the podcast going forward since we do have a bit of a, yeah, yeah. a, a long, <laughs> long hiatus coming, not for us, but I mean, for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our next episode that we're going to, um, we're going to be releasing is going to be a, a, a tribute and a goodbye to Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, this is his last season. You know, we've definitely been, let's just say um, we, we, we've, we've tried to cover all sides of the issue. We've yeah. tried to be, you know, we have like our own opinions, but we've also tried to be very, um, you know, like, I, I guess just calling the shots as we see them yeah. and, um, and giving credit words due, but uh, also, you know, um, um, calling things out when we feel like they need to be called out. And so, um, but the, all that said, you know, he, he started this character mm-hmm. on, on this Netflix series, you know, for three seasons, he's been Geralt. Like he, five years or so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's had, um, he's had a big impact and there's some things that he's done very well in the role that we're big fans of. And, um, you know, and frankly, you know, yeah, like I think it's a lot to, to kind of dig into and talk about and celebrate. So we're going to do that for our next episode. After that, exactly what's coming, um, is a little bit hazy, but we definitely have, have, um, have plans. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to have some interviews, um, hopefully with some guests. Um, we're going to, one thing we definitely are going to be doing is, is doing another episode on Witcher comics Mm -hmm. that's coming up. Um, and, um, you know, and, and, and just kind of really sort of 
finishing off our season with some some fun things before we we before then we go on hiatus for a little bit. Not like Witcher length hiatus, <laughs> but but um, before we take like maybe a holiday break. So I think that's our plan going forward. Yeah, and we tease this on our socials as well. But we have a little fun bonus episode coming. If uh-huh. you remember our Brandy with Bridgerton April Fool's Day episode, where Tim had to watch all of season one of Bridgerton. The tables are now turned, friends. Yeah. And for Halloween, I will be watching an entire season of a show that I have not seen and we're yeah. going to be discussing. I'm not telling you what the show is. Yeah, You're going to find out. But You'll find out. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm so, I'll just say I'm really excited about it. And... Um, and um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I, I, I feel like I'm getting a sense of what Valerie was feeling when we were, <laughs> we were planning the Brandy with Bridgerton yeah. episode because I'm like, now, yeah, it's turned and I'm like, I'm all excited. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I get, to ex- <laughs> I get to, you know, expose Valerie to this show and yeah. and see what she thinks. Um it's yeah. chips. <laughs> it's cherry schnapps with chips. <laughs> Church. Uh, it's cop rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it'll be fun. It's it's you know the only thing I'll say at this point is you know we're doing it on Halloween for a yeah. reason. So, okay. um, yeah, yeah, take that with you know see. Do that, do with that as you will. So, um, but anyhow, yeah, I think we've gone on long enough. So mm-hmm. <laughs> let's wrap this up. But Sean, um, I guess I got to pour myself a teeny little bit more because you got to make some sort of toast here. This is your episode. <laughs> oh, shit, I do, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the cuff. Go, Off go, the, go. You got enough. You got enough. The time it takes for me to at least add a teeny little bit here. <laughs> yeah, remember before when I was like, yeah, asshole, I got this covered. <laughs> <laughs> I a whiskey thing. I, uh, well, yeah, usually I totally the person the that brings toast. the whiskey is not the one that makes the toast. Yeah, so, but it yeah. feels like it which feels, I totally remember. <laughs> it feels like it feels like it needs to be Sean though. All right, that's fair. Yeah, um, this is his 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 binge episode. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, fucking long-haired Istrid. <laughs> oh, there you go. Cheers that, to you, Royce. You, sir, are a slice. <laughs> oh, pirate, pirate Istrid. God, who knew that was what was missing? But my God. Yeah, I, uh, Valerie totally nailed it, though. Like, yeah, like the closer we get to pirate, the more we all come together. Like, from swashbuckling Yaskir to pirate-haired Istrid. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully we um hopefully still looking, you know, like quite like the same. And probably you know, some women too. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he's looking <laughs> at like few. quite the slice in in, in season four. We don't know. Yeah. He's you know, he's he's under the he's been kidnapped by Vilgefort. So, yeah. you know, he may not be looking quite so good in season four. So mm-hmm. all the more reason to celebrate him here in season three and you know. Yeah. Tim's bringing it down again. Damn right? it, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all about, hey, you know, like, like, like live for right, live for the moment, mm-hmm. you know, eat, drink, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. And in so, this moment, Istrid is very, very hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're in the eat, drink, and be merry stage for Istrid. So cheers. Cheers, Istrid. With our glasses of uh, Alberta Premium cask strength right yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've noticed yeah. as, yeah. <laughs> as some number of you may have noticed yeah. <laughs> cheers cheers. Oh, cheers and with that we have reached the end of this season three wrap up thank you sean for all your thoughts comments Yay. perspective it's always really kind of interesting hearing um, hearing your thoughts as someone who's not like 
very much immersed as like this sort of super fan the way that Valerie and mm-hmm. I are. Um, well, thank you guys. Like this is a wonderful world to be immersed in. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so I always do enjoy these episodes. Thank you for that. Um, listeners, thank you for joining us. Um, we will be back next week with a new episode, but in the meantime, all the things, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, join our discord. Um, let us know your thoughts about whether Amir actually knows that <laughs> um, that Siri is not the real Siri. I'm serious. I'm really curious what you guys think, because that one is really subtle if it's there. Uh, maybe I'm just seeing things. But Let us know your does. thoughts about whether or not Istrid made you question your sexuality. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anything you want to you you share your thoughts with us about. We always appreciate hearing from you. Um, but yeah, with that, guys, mm-hmm. thanks for listening, and we will see you all out on the path. Cheers. Cheers. Whiskey with Witcher is a malcontent media production by Tim Beadle and Valerie Petrarca. Our producer is Sean Farina. For updates, picks, and behind-the-scenes shenanigans, follow us on Twitter at WhiskeyWitcher and on Instagram at WhiskeyWithWitcher. Want to ask us a question? Share your Yenskir fanfic? Or recommend a good whiskey? Email us at whiskeywithwitcher at malcontent.media or join the Whiskey with Witcher Discord. You can find the link at the top of our Twitter and Instagram accounts. Who knows? We might even share your comments on the podcast. Finally, if you like what you've heard, toss us a proverbial coin by rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribing wherever podcasts are downloaded. Cheers! It's burning less now. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs>